Hello, and welcome to System Mastery. It's a very special time of year here for us. A time of ghosts and goblins, and ghouls and ghosts, and Castlevanias, and um, uh, Splatterhouse. Anyway, it's Halloween time, and System Mastery is celebrating by covering only horror all month long. We're talking about John's Horrortoberfest written reviews, the Movie Mastery Scary Movie Month, and now, finally, even the core product. Because all month long, System Mastery is covering only games by the masters of true RPG horror, 90s style. That's right, fill a wine glass with only the finest of your own farts, it's White Wolf Halloween. No, no, that's too long. Hollow wolf ween No, no, um, white ween. It's white ween month, all month long, at System Mastery. And welcome back. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Jeff. With me, as always, is your host, John. Man, you didn't even leave time for them to respond when you said hello. <laughs> oh, you're right. I'm so sorry. Man, how impolite of you. I forgot this was a, uh, a live audience performed call and response thing. Yeah, no, it's like Dora. You got to give them a chance. <laughs> hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Let's look for the map or whatever the fuck we do. Backpack, backpack. Can you find the shitty RPG? <laughs> I like the idea that we we sing that we just sing songs that are one word, <laughs> just like backpack. That's all we dice, 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 dice. Now you sing in Spanish. <laughs> um, el dice, 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 DJ, DJ. I don't think that's right. No, that's Italian. <laughs> that's Italian. That's what dwarves <laughs> sing. That's on Dwarven Dora the Explorer. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> so anyway, John, welcome to White Ween. Yeah. Oh, White Ween. I've been looking forward to this forever. I'm a big fan of White Ween. Been looking for White Ween for a long time? Yeah, I finally found White Ween, and I'm, I'm ready to get my hands around it, really go to work. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I spent the whole week studying White Ween just so I'd be ready to talk about it today. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we are both experts in White Ween at this point. <laughs> That's true. Lots of practice. <laughs> <laughs> so what is uh what's on the docket for today? What's our spooky special? So we are starting with Promethean the Created. Right, because when you want to start a series of White Wolf games, the one you definitely want to start with is generally the last one. Yeah, the weirdest <laughs> one that was basically only out for OWAD or NWAD. Yeah, not not even in the old world of darkness as far as I know. No, it's uh I mean it is on its second edition. We are doing the first edition of Promethean. That's correct. And although I believe the edition change is literally just a swap from uh from White Wolf, White Wolf writing to, it yeah. to uh to Onyx Path or whoever's got it right now. But you know, it wouldn't be White Ween if we were doing Onyx Path. It'd be Onyx Ween and and you know, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Onyx Ween as well. Don't you get know, me wrong. I mean, I mean, next year no, there's there is literally nothing wrong with Onyx Ween. No, not in the slightest. No, so uh, <laughs> you didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one ever sees the Onyx Ween coming. <laughs> also, one of my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> All right, so so we're talking about Promethean, the game of Frankenstein's. Yeah, so many Frankenstein's, so many Frankenstein's. In fact, one of your uh, like not classes, so. I mean, we've we've talked about White Wolf before. Oh yeah, absolutely, we have. Uh, this takes place in New World of Darkness, and I'm going to go ahead and say this right now, because it'll become very apparent as we begin talking about things. 
The new world of darkness, unlike the old world of darkness, didn't give you the uh, like how to play the game right in the main book. So it it will keep referencing saying like, oh, check out the world of darkness book page one sixteen. Or I got I was super confused by that because I've never read a new world of darkness book before. I've uh, the only White Wolf books I've read have been weird offshoots, just because you know a lot of them been for the show, or because I've played Exalted, which is White Wolf and now Onyx Path, but, you know, sort of, it's always been off in its own little world. Yeah, it's it's very self-contained away from actual World of Darkness. It's just a White Wolf property rather than part of the larger connected universe. Yeah, the, the actual World of Darkness, so to speak. So when I was, I kept seeing references in this book to, you know, for to, to know how this works, consult the World of Darkness core book. I kept thought, I kept thinking they just meant vampire, because it's just the first one, you know? <laughs> I was like, well, that's a weird way to just say vampire, but, you know, whatever, okay. Yeah, no, in the New World of Darkness, we did get a World of Darkness book, and then all of the different creatures got their own splat, and instead of having to reprint the rules, they just shunted everything into its own book. All right, so that brings up a question. What can you make using just the World of Darkness book? Is it vampires? Uh, no, if you're just using the regular World of Darkness, it just gives you the rules for what to do. So you literally can't play the game unless you have World of Darkness, the book, and some other book. Well, you can be a dude. You can just be a human. So it's got the rules for humans, which no one plays ever? Yeah. That's so dumb. Yeah, you can I don't, just... I mean, granted, no, I don't think either of us know that for sure. We're, this is this is a zero research situation. No research. <laughs> but I'm going to say with 100% certainty that yes. <laughs> yes, you can only play as humans. I mean, granted, I think there is at least one book of White Wolf humans that's the thing, right? That's uh, Well, there's Hunter. Hunter, and then, of course, Exalted has its book of mortals or whatever. Whatever that book they came out with in first edition that was like, hey, here's the book full of rules for playing as guys. And also, for some reason, uh, dragon or sort of dinosaur ninja turtle looking yeah, things. You can either be a guy or a dinosaur man. Yeah, that was a weird book. Yeah, kind of a weird choice there. Yeah, not just that either. You could also play as a rock dwarf or a half oh, yeah. or, or, a, or a half ghost. That was a great book for that no one will ever use. <laughs> yeah, man, that was awesome. <laughs> anyway, speaking of great books that no one will ever use, Promethean is the game of playing as created dead people. Now, the book starts with uh, like telling you what basically all of the things are. And, of course, the main influence is going to be Frankenstein. Correct. It's going to be very Frankensteinian in this thing. But I'm sorry, uh, Frankenstein monsterian in this thing. Yes, very Frankenstein monstersian. <laughs> Frankenstein's monsters is an Egan. Monsters Inc. Monsters esque. <laughs> uh, Frankenstein's monsters. That's it. That's yeah. Thanks, worker guy from Futurama. <laughs> so the problem that I have with it is it then also has to have more than one class. Because one of the, like in all of these White Wolf books, you've got your uh, your tribe or your clan or whatever. I, I, to be honest, when I st sat down to read this book, the first thing I did before I sat down to read this book was I wrote out a, a checklist of White Wolf things. Huh. So I, let, me, let me see if you can, I'll, I'll read off just my checklist of White Wolf things and you tell me what they're called in this book and we'll see how close I got to having all of them. Great. You ready? Okay. All right. Uh, special charmy, powery things. Okay. Yeah, you've got transmutations. All right. Great. So those are the, the vampires have them, and the werewolves have them, and the exalteds have them. Yep. But yep, they're all, all right. called different things. Yeah. Uh, mana or whatever. Uh, yeah. You've got your pyros from your azoth. Okay. And then uh, essence or level or something. Uh, essence is your azoth. All right. Great. 
And then uh, the curse thing that everyone has. Yeah, that is going to be your torment. Okay, and the next one is uh, an extra curse thing that always happens around you. Uh, that is your disquiet. There's a third one, though. Is there? Yeah, it's the wasteland. No, that's just part of disquiet. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. all right, fine. Uh, let's see. There are five types of guys. Yes. All right, so what do we call those in this one? Uh, we've got Frankensteins. We've got uh, Galateids. Mm-hmm. We've got Osirens. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Tammuzes or Golems. Mm-hmm. And we've got Ulgins or the Riven. So the book's called Promethean. So obviously it's supposed to have an influence of Prometheus in there. The the legend of the... the I forget what he is specifically. He he's, stole fire from the gods. I know he did, but is he? he's not a mortal. He's a titan. He's a titan, thank you. He's a titan Promethean, stole fire from the gods, and his punishment was chained to a rock where an eagle eats his liver every day. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the idea being that he took the power of the gods away from the gods in the form of primordial fire. Uh, that primordial fire could potentially be seen as the ability to create life, which, of course, is what Dr. Vic- Victor Frankenstein did. Yeah, the... So what I was saying with this is Go for it, while, sorry. while there's a whole bunch of like the idea of Frankensteins in there, because they have things like Galatea or the Golem or whatnot, mm-hmm. the very first thing that I thought when reading through this is I was like, oh shit, it's not just going to be like Frankensteins, you're going to have things like, oh yeah, you're created, not just dead bodies, but like, you know, oh, you've got statues or, yeah. or golems or what have you that come to life, so it's anything that's been imbued with life. I went... Man, that's rad. Because I thought it was just going to be dead bodies, but now it's got cool stuff too. It'd be like a Pinocchio. Yeah, but no, no, it isn't. It's just dead bodies. It's got to be dead bodies. It, like, although that doesn't make sense for more than like I'd say two fifths of them are not dead bodies at any point. Galatea- oh no, Galateans are statues brought to life by the by the emotions of their creator, and golems are implicitly made out of the clay of the earth. Yeah, except now it's just. Oh no! All of those myths have it wrong. You have to—it's just dead guys. I mean, that's specifically really bad when it comes to the golem myth, because the whole point of the golem myth is that you're stealing the power of the Christian gods by taking the ability to create Adam. Or not Christian gods? God, he's a Jewish myth. What the hell am I saying? Yeah. What I should be saying is Yahweh. Excuse me. The the original. What do you want to call him? Uh, Judeo-Christian God and his ability to create Adam out of clay from the earth. Yeah, you are essentially blaspheming by making your own person out of clay attempting to be god except that the end result is that no you're not because you need a dead guy in there you need you need some of god's work first and then you can finish that that for in this book so the main thing with this is they turned all of these myths into you take a dead guy and you use one of the elements Mm -hmm. and you have one of the humors and then that's gonna be how you make a dead guy be a now alive guy by the way, humors was almost ne- was pretty much next to my list, which was the driving force behind each one of the types of things. Yeah, and that was humors because this book uses. Although those. honestly, it's both. There's like, oh yeah, they they couldn't decide what to do, which is my main issue with this book is mostly that they just kept adding more stuff. Oh yeah, because by the time you finish picking your character, you're like, what are you? I am a golem. I am an iron refinement. I am phlegmatic. I am powered by Azoth. You just have these all these different choices you've made that all feel like each one of them is a class. And, I mean, basically all of them are packaged into one thing, but mm-hmm. it couldn't just be like, oh, okay, I'm a Frankenstein, which means my element is fire. Okay, great. That also means Hang I have on. a fiery temper. Frankenstein's element is fire? Yes. I- I'm sorry, but, I mean, just, just to clarify, 
fire bad. No, fire good. That doesn't that does not compute except when fire is electricity. Oh. Then it's good. Okay, electricity See, good, fire fire definitively bad. Fire aggravated damage. <laughs> so the, the the fact that you have these five different classes and then all of them have to be dead guys, I'm just like, man, come on. Let me let me make a statue and have it be a rad person that gets created and then it lets you do stuff like you can have your Pinocchio or your golem or your Galatea or your mannequin. Yeah, of course, mannequin. or The classic. Like, if I was able to play, I'd want to be a mannequin, too. Although, specifically from the movie Mannequin 2. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I think that, that's... That classic creation myth, mannequin. Yeah. Two. <laughs> <laughs> or I'd like to be maybe a Luke who's talking, too. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but what happens is each of them has their own way that you create them. And they all have their own element, and then all of their the humors, because they couldn't decide on one thing to do for everyone. So everyone's got an element, mm-hmm. then everyone's got one of the, if you know your weird ancient philosophy on how the body works, one of the humors, so your black bile and yellow bile and phlegm and uh, uh, blood, blood. And, then, and then in this book... Uh, ectoplasm. Oh, ectoplasm. That's right. Even though I, I think it's supposed to be ichor or something like that, but whatever. Ectoplasm. Yeah. So yeah. they add that, and of course the element is uh, you've got your like fire and earth and air and water Heart, and spirit. Yeah. Oh, spirit. Sorry. Yeah. Because the fifth one is all, all ghost seeing. Yeah. Yeah. The the Olgans are very ghosty. Yeah. They're like, oh, I see into the spirit world, and I'm like a shaman. Okay, great. All right, sure. Then you've got uh, the refinement, which is sort of your way of seeing the world, or you know, your way of improving yourself. It's it's the way of moving towards mortality, which this book treats becoming mortal the in a different way than a lot of the other White Wolf books do. Like the a lot of the other books have sort of this end goal. So, like for vampires, there's the whole oh, I'm going to reach Golconda. Or if you're a mage, you're going to reach Ascension, or mm. whatever it happens to if be. If you're a werewolf, you want to pee on the biggest fire hydrant. Yeah, just the biggest fire yeah, hydrant. The biggest fire hydrant in the tri-state area. <laughs> yep, but with all of those, they end up being sort of like, oh, there's myths and legends, and people think that if you do this or that, maybe something will happen, but no one's ever been able to like reach this mythical state and then tell anyone else about it. But this book has a much more straightforward actual basic like this is how you become whatever yeah this is how you do it yeah yeah uh, sigh what's wrong i'm just saying this is how we do it ah yes this is how we do it yeah you throw one hand in the a uh <laughs> is that accurate is that one a- of the ways anyone be- anyone <laughs> well i mean you can get yours in a six four ha I knew I'd get you involved. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I swore I would never come back on an old school track. <laughs> By the way, I was just thinking about the Golconda thing and vampires. Is the hunter one to catch that wascally wabbit? <laughs> yes. Is that, what that is exactly it. <laughs> is that That's it? the end game yeah. for Hunter. <laughs> if they finally catch that wascally wabbit, yeah. then they're they're good. And they <laughs> then can, they're, they're finally done. They can retire. And then they can retire and have a mansion and a yacht. <laughs> have a mansion and a yacht and a giant black soup pot with the wabbit in it, plus a <laughs> potato and a carrot. 
Uh, so with this one, you actually move towards becoming a real boy. Mm-hmm. You become a mortal, and there are different ways to go about it, which is a refinement. And they can't just have it be a refinement that's like, oh, here's the refinement where you're working on your body or where you're trying to be human. No, it's all the refinement of gold, the refinement of copper. The refinement of mercury. You're like, okay, what does any of that mean? You're like, oh, well, instead of the refinement of iron, we can also just call it the refinement of, like, copperum. And you're like, stop it. Just fucking stop it. Well, you better fucking stop it because the refinement of iron is ferrum. I know. Copperum is is copper. copper. Get your shit together. I'm sorry. I was just being pedantic, man, for a minute. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, the so you also have a refinement in addition to all of your other things, and that's how your guy is going to try and become human. And it says in the book that instead of like all the other things, which is just you pick it at character creation and you never do it, with this, they're like, oh, yeah, Prometheans will jump from like refinement to refinement and they'll work on occasionally they'll be doing the gold refinement so they act more like humans and then. They'll jump over to like the refinement of tin, and they're all going to be angry and vengeful, and they're like, "Oh, we have to refine all of our shit." I, I kind of want to break these down and talk about them individually, but yeah, you do jump around between them. Yeah, uh, and you've got so much stuff as a character because then you you have your your Azoth, which is your main power source, which gives you Pyros, and Pyros is sort of the what you spend to use powers. But anytime you use those, uh, the fact that you are a dead guy becomes apparent. Right. So there's the disfigurements, mm-hmm. and that shows through when you're using supernatural abilities. Okay, I had a few more things written down in my list of white wolf catchphrases to catch. One of them would have been disfigurements. Yeah. But I also have one, two more. Two more, which I, I would like to know if you can confirm for me real quick. Here. Okay. Does the book have a dumb name for what you call a party? Of course it does. They are, there has to be. It's a White Wolf game. So instead of it being a, a coterie. coterie or a tribe or whatever the hell you call all of them. Your pack. Yeah. <laughs> Is it pack? That makes more sense than tribe. Yeah. Or whatever. You, what do you even think you call the Fair Folk one? Is it a court? I'm assuming it's probably a court. I don't know. In the Changeling one, I have no clue. I haven't read it yet. Maybe it's the next game. You'll never know. Oh, wait. Well, I mean, you you'll will know eventually. In, you'll know in less than two weeks. I mean, unless you die right now, you'll, you'll probably figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, so so what is it in this one? What's the dumb name that they had to use instead of party? So when you get a whole bunch of Frankensteins together, you have a throng. A throng? A throng, the throng, throng, throng. Let me see that throng. Am I, am Girl! I there it is. Thank you. <laughs> that throng! <laughs> I love how extreme he is about thongs. <laughs> he is so passionate about thongs. I. I can't listen to that song without thinking about that scene in the 40-year-old virgin where Paul Rudd is look, watching his kids chase bubbles. And he's, <laughs> he's like, I wish I cared about anything to, to the degree to which those kids care about bubbles. Because that's how Cisco feels about thongs. Oh, yeah. He cares so much about that thong. Like, I've never been that passionate about anything. Yeah, in my whole life. Nah. Losing my virginity, I didn't care about thongs that much. No. Or anything. No, just, just, man. Just so much. Pa- There's no, no wonder he's a star. Exactly. Yeah. A superstar to this day. So so the, so the stupid name for parties is Throngs. And then the other one I want you to confirm for me is, are there little sidebars where each type of golem or whatever has a snooty opinion about every other type of Frankenstein or what have you? Of course there is. You have to. You have to have opinions about everything else. Not only 
do you get the I'm a like a siren and here's my opinions of all the other types of guys, but then you get it doubly because each of the refinements has their own write-ups and then it has the like opinions of other people on other refinements as yeah. well. <laughs> You're like, man, you have just gone all out on this. I, I'm sur- I'm surprised it didn't take time to give us the like Frankenstein's opinion on vampires or whatever. Yeah, it does actually give you the uh, the opinion of the other supernaturals. It's just like, oh, you vampires think you are apart from society, but you will never know our pain. And you're yeah. like, why did you need to waste the space of writing that out? No one cares. <laughs> I know. It, it's never correct. You read that, and the first thing you want to do is go, nope, not me. Yeah. I, I don't share your dumb, snooty opinions. And all of them are just like, Either stupid, snooty things, so, like, the Osirens are the most, like, rational and calm and very brainy and whatnot, and so all of their opinions on everything else is like, oh, yes, well, I can see that you are too emotional and Yeah, it's always something about how they're going to find their own doom or whatever. It's like a fortune cookie written by a sarcastic kid. Every time. (laughs) That's what, every single time. And there are hundreds of them because every single little thing, every time there's a delineation in a White Wolf game, they have to have an opinion about every other little delineation and then they share them with you and they're always bad. It's always like, yeah, some people think they are lithe, but they will lead to their own doom. Yeah. Which, at least for something like a few of the other books, the differences between your various uh, people are... Relevant? Actually, a thing that matters because it's like either a... Like when they say a clan or a tribe or whatever, Mm -hmm. you actually are part of that. Like that's... If you're a wolf and you're part of the Red Talons, you actually have an entire tribe of people that will, you know, give you... Uh, like advice, and that's part of your clan, and that's who you are. And like, if you're a Toreador in Vampire, yeah, then you that's don't like your them clan, Brujas or whatever. Then Bruja, Bruja, they I got, got your ball, ball in check. check, man. It's a very musical at White Ween, isn't it? It, it, it is. <laughs> uh, so uh, you know the nice thing about White Ween as opposed to regular Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Right underneath White Ween, you got two great pumpkins. <laughs> uh, woo. <laughs> <laughs> so, the the thing with Promethean is, uh, you aren't born or like created into a society. Mm-hmm. Uh, along the path to becoming mortal for a Promethean is you have to create another Promethean. Uh-huh. Like that's one of the steps you have to do. Yeah, yeah. You also have to spend seven minutes in heaven. <laughs> Yeah, you do. <laughs> you have to bring back her panties as proof that you made another Promethean. Uh, <laughs> so, when you create another Promethean, you then either actually create one, and hooray for you, mm-hmm. uh, and then you bring one into existence, and the book kind of says that you mostly just don't care, and a lot of the creators will just be like, well, peace, fuck you, you I was only that- doing this to be human. Oh, okay. You mean like the, when the creators are Prometheans and not when the creators are the creators. Well, yeah. There are only five creators. Right. Well, why don't we... Well, okay, well, finish finish yeah. your thought. Sorry. But the the thing with that is uh, a lot of the times you don't like give your new Promethean any information about what's going on and you just throw them into the world. Yeah. Which means the idea that any given like Osiren or Promethean or Galatead would have an opinion about anyone of 
the other types yeah, it's is real some, weird. There's not some big clan war occurring between the Prometheans. So the Galateans don't have enough time to sit around going, oh, those beastly Olgans, so attached to the spirit world instead of the pleasures of flesh. Yeah. I just, just once, I want a white wolf character type to be pleased about another white wolf character type. Yeah, someone who's just like, dude, these guys, great. Yeah. A plus. Just want to see Brujas be like, dude, those black spiral dancers, fucking sweet, man. <laughs> I don't know, is black spiral dancer a clan or a guy? They are the evil werewolves. Oh, well, then Brujas would probably think they're pretty rad. No, probably not. Okay, whatever. Because <laughs> evil werewolves will just rip a bruja in half. I, I don't know shit about white wolf. I, I don't know. I just God. Picked, I just picked two things I knew. <laughs> you just picked words out of a hat. It's just, it's just fucking white wolf salad up in there. <laughs> just, you're just having fun with your hands, aren't you? <laughs> I don't even know where you picked this stuff up. Uh, yeah, the... <laughs> so that's... It's weird to me because in this game, more than any of the other ones... There's really no reason for there to be any competition. Mm-hmm. If you're a Frankenstein and you're out in the world, uh, one of the things you have is disquiet, which makes it so that like nature and humans hate you. Yeah, it's so they... everybody's always picking on you. <laughs> but why well, is everybody always picking on me? Because you haven't brushed your teeth since 1983. <laughs> God damn, this episode. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it to you. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, everyone can tell that you don't quite belong, and that's the whole disquiet thing, mm-hmm. which means you can never stay in one place, you can't form real attachments with humans. Yeah, or so else the, every outcome of the pitfork, pitchforks on the torches and what have you. Yeah, which means if some Frankenstein comes across a Galatead, they're not going to be like, oh, you're so pretty, but I know the true beauty is in rage. You're like, no, what you're going to do is, Oh my god, you can stand to be around me because you're another Promethean? Let's be friends, sweet Jesus. Yeah, but then they immediately get that problem from the 2100 AD dome thing in Chrono Trigger, where they're like, Ooh, I like hanging around with you, but I'm still hungry. <laughs> Incidentally, I think it would have been great if the Frankenstein opinion of, like, say for example, the Nosferatu was, Our berry cereal is significantly better than your dumb chocolate one. <laughs> <laughs> that blue ghost shit, though, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with that. That's great. Oh, <laughs> uh, Boo the Burying. <laughs> Dude, I played Boo the Burying. <laughs> Fruit the Brooting. Fruit the Brooting. That's the one from, like, really old World of Darkness, <laughs> discontinued in, like, 1976. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, Fruit the Brooting just sounds like a hate crime, so... <laughs> I'm not cool with it. Uh, I'm not cool. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's let's just go over the the five different things you it's, have. It's true because we haven't done that yet. So there no. are a lot of sets of five in this book, and let's just take them down one by one. So drum roll, Frankenstein's. Frankenstein's are the way you make a Frankenstein. They are the most uh, like Classic. current. Yeah, most representable. The the one that makes the most sense. Well, they're the most current of all the various ones because the way you make them is you have to like create one. And then, as a human, and then, like, from then on, they just make more of themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, this one is an actual Victor Frankenstein made dude, and so it's used electricity, and Frankensteins, unlike a lot of the other ones, use body parts from various dead bodies instead of just a dead person. That's correct, yeah. So, you have to be stitched together, which means you occasionally will have... Issues where, like, one of your hands won't respond as well as, you know, you'd like it to, or 
you know, one of your legs won't walk when you're trying to walk, but that's if you're in your torment. Right. You've always got that one hand that's just touching you in places. <laughs> just roaming around. Just walking about, grabbing people by the pussy. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was uh, a different Trump joke. God damn you. <laughs> no. Bad. Oh, come on. Let me have one. No. No. <laughs> so the those are the Frankensteins. Frankensteins are stitched together. They are the element of fire, although technically it's electricity. Mm-hmm. And in this game, you can heal using electricity. And what is their particular goop? Their goop is the... What was it? It was one of the biles. It's probably black bile. Yeah. So they are more angry they're more prone towards vengeance mm-hmm. uh and vengeance can either come in the form of like i am just gonna straight kill you or i'm going to be more like ruin you and destroy the things you love and so on i find that patently unfair because i've actually read mary shelley's frankenstein where really it's not that the frankenstein's monster in the book is like a dick it's that frankenstein is a huge weird dick all the way through the book until the monster just can't deal with it anymore and that's why a lot of the stuff in this book ends up sort of like they wanted to make everything from that book make sense. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, the reason that uh, Frankenstein hated his creation is because disquiet. Disquiet is a thing that makes you realize that uh, this thing doesn't belong and it's not natural. So you're like, oh, OK, great. I feel like the real answer is just because Victor Frankenstein is a douchebag. Well, that's all you get from reading that every time or, or when you watch the one movie that kind of tries to do it right. You know, the one that's got like uh Robert De Niro? Yeah, De Niro as as Adam or whatever they call him in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one where you're like, man, Victor Frankenstein, what the fuck, man? Just just be nice. This whole shit was your idea. Huh. Well, the I mean, it depends on the way you look at it. A lot of times it's more that he's a uh like a father that abandons his child. Mm-hmm. Uh which you've got a lot of that. Sometimes you can take it as the like uh lover thing where it's uh, he creates something and then has this bond and then decides to run away. And Fair enough. It's There's a lot of weird things you can do with Frankenstein, but with this book, it's, nope, Frankensteins are Frankensteins, and man, if you're a Frankenstein, you're going to be angry and vengeful. That's get, just the way it is. Get you some green and some neck bolts. That's you, buddy. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so after that, uh, and this is the next one I'll take care of here, and that is Galateans, yep. inspired by the uh, the myth, the the Greek myth of Galatea, by which a, uh, a Pygmalion, a Pygmalion, thank you, in which Pygmalion himself crafted a statue uh, because I believe it was the, the, out of grief over the death of his wife. I'm not sure if it was because he was lonely over a death or just because he was lonely in the first place. I think he was just a sculptor, and then he made the perfect woman, and he's like, well. Well, can't find love no more. Also, I can't fuck this statue, so I'm just going to cry and cry and cry until such time as his emotions brought the goddess. Or actually, I think it was just sad gods in that one. They were like, oh, well, yeah. Aphrodite comes down and is like, poor here you go. Sorry, you want to fuck this statue and real dolls don't exist yet, so uh, here you go. Here, have this a statue as a living thing. So in this book, instead of it being here, you can have sex with uh, this, this statue woman because I'm a god and I think it's funny. It's your emotions infused this dead body with enough life that it's that it becomes a beautiful woman that you find unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, Galatean, the they kind of go against the main grain of this because the whole point of all of these are supposed to be you're repulsive to humanity and they don't understand why uh, you're just unnatural. But then the whole thing with a Galatean is everyone wants to do you. 
they like see you and you're so crazy hot and then they're like oh man i want to i want to go to the bone zone with that one and then you get all angry about it for some reason you're like did you mean to the ken bone zone yeah i want to go to the ken bone zone i want to ask that person a really good question <laughs> his question wasn't really good that guy's a douchebag i don't understand the world's fast you know the only reason he was there is because he's an undecided voter <sighs> anyway moving on so the uh yeah the fact that they're like oh yeah and everyone just really loves them but then they hate that they love them You're like that's weird yeah it will honestly you can be either gender as any of these but galatean reads as the girl of the team so bad oh yeah it's got that real 90s like teenage mutant ninja turtle problem where like every team is like or or like D monsters where it's like oh a cambion is a gross evil half demon half human and it's a big male bulging with spikes and muscles what's the female version a sexy lady with cute wings <laughs> it's got that problem where it's like, what's the female version of a golem? A sexy woman that you want to do, but it's creepy. Yeah. I mean, I know you can be either gender, but it just it just reads that way. It reads the way that like old how to write a cartoon. <laughs> and the weird thing is with the uh, the way that the game works, like most Galateids, you'd be like, oh, yeah, you can mostly get by in society just fine because everyone's going to see you be like, oh, I'm really attracted to them, but I kind of feel bad about being attracted to them. But as long as you don't hang around until the their disquiet reaches a level where they're like, and now I'm going to murder you. Yeah. They, they can last longer in society than the others probably can. Yeah, because other people, when they see, like, a Frankenstein, they go, oh, that guy, there's something just weird about him. He, he he's, he's not lo- He doesn't look right. And you're like, okay, sure. You you think that maybe there's something wrong with him and he creeps you out? Yeah, or like the Olgans are like, that's that dude who lives in the street on the street in the house with the fence, and you think he's probably some kind of warlock or a Nazi or something in there. Well, it's like the guy who keeps like walking past you and just talking to nothing. You're yeah. like, oh, that guy's obviously crazy and he creeps me out. Yeah, you get, but uh, but Galatean is you feel bad because of how sexy they are. You feel bad about yourself because of how sexy they are. You're like, man, I want to bone that person real bad, and I feel bad about wanting to bone them. And I've gotten mad at them. That's the problem. The problem is I can't complete that sec- that that sequence. I can feel bad about myself when I see someone that's like horribly disfigured or something and, and get that kind of jitters reaction, you know, where I'm like, ugh. But I've never been in my life been like, I'm mad at you that, I, that you're so hot. Well, the disquiet for them generally takes the shape of like you would become obsessed with them and then feel like you'd start doing like slut shaming things and be like you're a whore you're you you're just with anyone oh, okay so it's like the effect that you, you get on the the bad guy Frollo in in the hunchback of Notre Dame yeah yeah where he's like if 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 I can't have you then I'll sing a cool song about it <laughs> and then no one can have you fire it's hell fire it's the co- one of the coolest disney songs yeah man all fucking songs on this one i <laughs> got you again flash you bastard <laughs> flash by the way barry allen is the flash <laughs> in case you didn't know <laughs> all right okay uh the next one john you want to tell a bit people about tammuz no the next one's osirens you want to tell people about tammuz <laughs> Fine, tell them about Osirens. Uh, so the Osirens are uh, from the myth of Osiris, and in order to make them, you have to take a guy, cut him up into like 13 different parts, get rid of the smallest one, mm-hmm. and then you put them back together, you put like 
basically you do the whole mummification thing. Like you fill them full of flowers and shenanigans like that. Mm-hmm. You dip them in a river and then they come back up and you get them all alive. Get them chunks into some canopic jars. And uh, yeah, and they are governed by, oh, we didn't, the Galateans are governed by blood. That's right. They are governed by blood. Which is and- hope. Yeah, and their their element is whoa, air. Air, thank you. Yeah, because yeah. they have the breath of life. Yes, yeah, because the breath of life is what brought them to life. Uh, and, and again, the corpses should not be involved in the story of Galatea or Pygmalion. Nope. But, you know, moving Meh. on. <laughs> so, yeah, so the Osirens are water-based, obviously, because the whole myth is them coming out of the uh, Nile. And the uh, little bit that they are missing in the original Osiris myth, it's his genitals. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes when the Prometheans are creating the Osirens, they'll do that just out of an homage to Osiris. They'll be like, yeah, I'll just leave you without junk. Yeah, I know. But sometimes they get to keep their junk or their white weens, as it were. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, or their onyx weens. Sometimes. (laughs) Uh, and so, you know, a few of them would be missing like a finger or an ear or an eye or something like that. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, occasionally when you look at them, you don't see that, uh, but sometimes it will be gone. It's just, everyone has that sort of magical glamour of, I look like a regular human. Oh yeah. They all have that problem. like the CW's beauty and the beast thing where they're like, Oh, I'm a tortured monster who looks like a sexy dude. Yeah. And oh, then, I'm hideous to look upon. And then until they actually spend their pyros to use their cool abilities. And then when they do that, they all look like dead people. Yeah, but still like sexy dead people, except for the Tamuas, which... No, everyone to, looks like a ridiculous, disgusting dead person. I, I was just going to say that according to the art in this book, when the Tamuas use their powers, they look like the thing. Well, they all look like they're covered in mud. <laughs> the picture is just the thing running away from police. Man, there's been so many pictures in that book of what essentially looks like the thing running away from stuff, and I'm like, man, did someone just not tell you that they weren't actually golems? Well, there's a hidden sixth type of golem, the Fantastics, but they can only be things, and the only way that it works is that they go up into space and get bombarded by cosmic radiation. And they're, yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> their element is Yancey cosmic Street. radiation. <laughs> their element is cosmic radiation, and their their humor is Yancey Street. Yeah. <laughs> they're powered by being Jewish. <laughs> well, let's make two of them now. <laughs> two, two, two Jewish types. Yeah. Oh, okay. One of them is golems, and the other one is ever-loving blue-eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So anyway, I'm sorry. As you were saying about the Osirens. And they're powered by phlegm, which means they're all dour, and they think about things a lot, and they are not prone to being, like, full of action. So it's the most calm of all of them would Mm -hmm. be the uh, Osirens. And the book wants you to think that they're all like, oh, man, we're up our own ass because we're the oldest of these Promethean traditions. But again, how would they know that? No one gives a shit. You have to go look it up. You have to be like, what kind of gross dead monster am I? Oh, wow. I'm from Egyptian culture. I'm a really old gross dead monster. Except, no, I was still just made. Who cares how far back it goes? (laughs) Suck it, Greek myth monster. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Because he also has to look that up. He also has to be like... What are you, like a, a dead lady, a dead dude that everyone wants to do? Okay, hang on. Let me see if I can figure out. All right, so I, I kind of narrowed this down. I think you're based on the myth of Pygmalion, <laughs> except that you're made out of a dead body and not just a statue. But anyway, I'm from an older myth than you. Suck it, noob. Yeah. What? So dumb. How is this happening? Uh, so yeah, that's that's the Osirens. All right. 
And then it means I get to cover the Tammuz. Yes, the golems. The, to- the Tammuz is based on the Jewish golem myth, uh, in which a, uh, a a man in attempt in an attempt to defend his his uh, his holdings or community fashions a man out of clay and leaves a space in his head and mouth in which to place scraps of paper that contain the words, kind of like the uh, the, the words of God and so on. Oh yeah, uh, it's like the piece of paper in his mouth is. Like one of the names of God, and then on his head, he wrote, I forget what it is. It's something, and then he erases one letter, and it turns it into dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he so he ends up being basically a a, a walking dead person made of clay. Uh, they they rise up to defend the village and so on. Uh, in this book, Tammuz are uh, basically kind of the stoic, damage taking ones. They're kind of tough and sturdy and and slow to action. Uh, they are powered by uh, yellow bile. Uh, which means that again, that, that and I believe their element is earth because, of course, yes. they are made out of clay. Obviously, uh, so they are when they're made, they have to be buried and then dig their way out of the earth. That's correct. When they are when they are created by themselves, they have to be buried and they dig their way up. But again, that's just like the Galateans. This is not based on a myth about dead people. This is based on a myth about clay. So it's it's kind of a new interpretation. Yeah, uh, and so they're slow to anger. They're you know every one of these books, the especially these are God. These are the uh, what do you call them? The the uh, zenith cast, aren't aren't they? When you look, well, no, at- they're they're the melancholic. So they are irritable and then uh, very like dour. Thank you. That's right. They're the grumpy ones. And so they are normally like just long suffering. And then their whole torment thing is eventually you're so irritated that like the golem in the story, you go on a rampage. Right. All right. That leaves the least sensical one to you. The Ulgin, also known as the Riven, come from Tengrenism, which is a weird place to draw from, but the yeah. sh- shamans that were supposed to have been torn apart by spirits when they go into the spirit world and then uh, their spirit comes back to them and this whole tearing apart and then re-entering the body and whatnot. It's not just from Tengrenism. Olge or Olgan or whatever is a synonym for Tengri. Yeah. Who is, this is old Turkic religion. If you have no idea what we're talking about, it's because 90% of the world doesn't, because it's not in Dolaire's book of Greek myths. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but this Turkic religion has this very complicated god who probably, he has like 13 sons and they're also all him, and sometimes one of his sons is Olgen and sometimes it isn't, and guess what? None of it has to do with making golems. Well, no, the whole thing is about shamanism. Yeah. So it's the shamans would have their spirit go out and be... Uh, ripped apart, and then that's how they would be like inducted into the spirit world. And then they just went, oh, well, what it actually means is someone takes a body and shoves it into the spirit world, and they tear the body apart, but then it comes back from the spirit world, and now there's all this ectoplasm in it, and now it's a, a, a Promethean. So okay, the, the Ulgans are the ones that are powered by ectoplasm, so not one of your four basic humors. Yeah, they're like the Slimers. And they, uh, their s- element is spirit, so again, nothing that actually is around. Can I, can I ask, are they powered by good ectoplasm or, or bad ectoplasm? Well, that depends on what music they're listening to. <laughs> well, let's say they're listening to Higher and Higher. Yeah, well, then uh, then they'll be good. Yeah, <laughs> okay. then, then they will make you feel like a million bucks. <laughs> okay, I was just checking. Good. Uh Ghostbusters 2 jokes, people. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2. It's so good. <laughs> the uh, So the Olgan can 
uh, commune with spirits. Mm-hmm. That's their weird thing, uh, which doesn't really matter. Like if if they weren't part of a game where everyone has the end goal of being a, a human, mm-hmm. then that would be oh you're cool. Your special power is talking to ghosts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But that. <laughs> I mean, at least for them, they're like, oh, I can talk to someone then. You know, <laughs> since humans don't like me, maybe I'll go talk to spirits. Well, yeah, but aren't they the ghosts of humans? Yeah, but at that point, they're like, eh, I got over it. I'm also dead. <laughs> it's <laughs> me cool. too. It's cool. <laughs> you up, and bro. me, we're cool. <laughs> Spectral fist bump. Poof. I can't believe, by the way, that we just made it through mentioning higher and higher without anyone singing any of it. <laughs> uh, on this episode of all episodes. On this this high holiest of episodes. <laughs> on the first of the mini, the first day of White Ween. <laughs> on this, the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> all right, so that's all five of those. And now let's talk about the refinements. Oh, but before we do, we never really talked about how you play this game. Uh, you, you have don't. stats. They ra- You have stats. There are nine of them. You know what they are because you've played a White Wolf game Except before. Except now they're, they're new wood. Oh, it's new odd, so there's no appearance. There's eight stats. Oh, no, wait, no there's got, nine they, stats. They, they just replaced some or whatever. Things. Yeah. They also got rid of. Uh, perception as a stat and gave you something else. Oh my gosh, how do you do joint battle rolls? You don't. Gasps. <laughs> no, you uh, you have a whole bunch of shenanigans, but in this one you've still got the same three physical stats that you normally would. So strength, dexterity, constitution. Yep, and uh, you've got, instead of appearance, you've still got your charisma, manipulation, but now you've got uh, whatever it is... Uh, it's uh, presence manipulation and composure. Composure. That's what the third one is. That's right. Yeah. And then you also have intelligence, wits, and instead of uh, perception. perception, it's resolve. Yeah. Yeah. So they they gave you some different stats in the new wad, mm-hmm. and then they also split the skills up into physical, social, and mental, just like your stats. Right. And I think you've got like 23 or something of those. Right. And then you have a health track, just like an old world of darkness. Uh, it uses the more recent, I, I think of everything in terms of Exalted when I'm talking White Wolf, because it's the first thing I played out of White Wolf. So it still uses the same basic system of there's a difficulty that's set, you roll a number of D10s equivalent to your ability plus your attribute, and any stat or any D10 you roll that comes up as a 7 or higher is a success with, with certain rolls allowing zeros to be double successes, uh, and ones counting as botches, but only if you don't roll any successes at all. Now, uh, for these... Every one of the different types of the Frankensteins, the Galatea, and so on, have a bestowment, Mm -hmm. which is just a power that you have. Mm -hmm. So for, say, the golems, they have a, uh, like, an unholy endurance, and for them, they count nines for double when they're rolling for a stamina roll. And, like, the Frankensteins get that for strength rolls, but not anything for damage, yeah. Uh, ultimately, you knew all this shit already. That's not why you're here. I mean, if, you, if you're if you listening to talk about Promethean, then you're like, I know what Vampire is, so I probably know what Promethean is. So let's move on to the interesting meat, shall we? Let's talk next about refinements and what those are. So, uh, as said before, all of them are trying to become human. Mm-hmm. Uh, for s- Somehow they all know that this is what they need to do. I guess someone tells them. Yep. But this is one of those things where... People have completed it, and it's known, and they even have names for it. Like, you are one of the redeemed if you are a Promethean that became mortal. Mm -hmm. So they know that this is a path that works. It's not like the uh, 
like Golconda for vampires where people are like, oh yeah, sure, this is a thing you could try and do. Yeah, Golconda, I'll sell you two magic Golcondas for that cow. <laughs> oh man, remember Golconda with Ice Cube? <laughs> oh yeah, and Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, that was a great movie. John Voight, I think, is the bad guy, <laughs> sort of. I mean, uh, granted, the bad guy was the Golconda. Obviously. But, but also, John Voight's in that as like a Bayou man. <laughs> Remember, you've seen that, right? He's got yeah. the dumbest accent in that movie. Of course. He's all like, I'm not going to be get eaten by no snake, my home monkey. Like, oh, what the hell was that? What's going on with John Voight? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> how, 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 how? <laughs> God damn this episode. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, these refinements are various ways for the Prometheans, who aren't human, to understand humanity enough to eventually get a soul. Yeah, so let's talk about the five ways the book suggests that you do that. The first one, and I'll take it because you just talked about Olgans, I guess, is the refinement of gold or orum. And this is the understanding of the uh, uh, this is refinement of the self through understanding of humanity. Yeah, this is the one where you're going to spend a lot of time with humans. You're mostly going to want to figure out how to act like them. You mean how to like 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 walk like them and talk like them? Ooby do. <laughs> Ah, this this fucking episode. (laughs) So the rest of the refinements are going to be, there's copper, where you're more like a hermit, and you go out into the wilderness and just focus on yourself. Right, like a Herman's hermit. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to figure out how to be Henry VIII. I'm Henry VIII, I am. (laughs) You're going to figure out how to be Henry VIII. Yeah, you're going to figure out how to be literally Henry VIII. (laughs) The original writer of that song, if I'm yes, not. Yes, obviously. He <laughs> created Henry VIII. Oh, I'm Henry VIII, I am. Literally Henry VIII, I am. <laughs> I've married seven women. I want to wear one more. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'll kick the Pope out and invent my own religion. <laughs> the uh, You get the refinement of iron, which is focusing on your body, so getting all ripped and Getting some gains, some good gains, eating lots of meat, no cardio. Right, and, and it's also about taking punishment, so it's a great way to play a character if you want to play like a power bottom or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. My, my character concept was power bottom. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're going to play a Fruit the Brooding, then you're going <laughs> to... I can say that. You can't say that. <laughs> uh, and then we get the refinement of Mercury, which is all about learning how to use your spooky powers and the pyros inside of you. Can we talk real briefly about how stupid that is? It's super dumb. Because I mean, all the rest of them are like, oh, I'm learning how to be more like a human, either by focusing on humanity or on my own self or on my body or trying to refine myself to be more human. And this is just like, oh, I'm going to... refine my ability to be human by being a weird dead wizard. I know. It's like, how can I be more like a human? I know. I'll study how to be a cool lich. (laughs) That'll get me there. That ought to do it. (laughs) Uh, And then the last one is the refinement of tin, where you are all about justice and vengeance. And you are the knight. (laughs) You're going to take anyone that screwed you over, and you're going to show them what for. And You're going to come to school, and and you're... You're going you're gonna to show them. God, it is so White Wolf to have a character class that's just a dick. Yeah, just- the, the whole point of that refinement is if anybody, you know, screws you over, you, you screw them back and harder. So you're, you're a top at this point instead of the power bottom. <laughs> yeah, but you're not a good top. Oh, you're a the, terrible top. Yeah, there's a lot of trust relationships inherent in being a good top. And if you're using the refinement of 10, then you're one of them shit tops. The kind who's trying to build <laughs> oh, a harem. Oh, man, I remember when I was in Vegas and I saw a shit top. <laughs> 
just thinking that a shit top would be a terrible thing to spin. <laughs> w- dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of shit. <laughs> That's what a brujah thinks of a samichi or something. <laughs> a shit top is a terrible thing to spin. Oh, God. <laughs> so those are your refinements, except for... The spooky evil one, which is the refinement of flux. And to understand the refinement of flux, we really need to understand the bad guys of this game. Because it's it's the refinement of learning how to control the Pandorans. Because if there was one thing this book was lacking, it's yet more stuffed in Greek mythology. Yep. So whenever a Promethean attempts to make another Promethean, if his humanity isn't good enough, which you do have a humanity stat... Uh, then you can screw it up, and instead of creating a Promethean, you can create a Pandoran, and your intentions get twisted, and depending on what you do, you can either make a minor Pandoran, which is just sort of a little monster. It's like, ah, I'm a goblin. I don't have any powers. I'm a goblin. Let me ask you, are the goblins, are they powered by, like, uh... Like, are, are they connected the same way that the, the uh, Prometheans are? Like, is there a Galatean little goblin? Uh, not in the minor ones. There are, if you super fuck up, you can get, instead of, like, Man, several little minor ones, you can get one major, and then they end up being, like, the dark mirror of the Promethean. Pretty sure super fuck opened up for shit top. <laughs> Oh man, super super fuck. <laughs> that was a great funk band. <laughs> Go see Super Funk. Super <laughs> Fuck Railroad as well. <laughs> White Ween, everybody. <laughs> the Grand Fuck Railroad. <laughs> uh, okay, so when you get to the bigger ones, they can be dark mirrors and so on. Yeah, so like the the evil version of the Galateans are going to be all uh, horribly ugly, and they're like harpies. So they can be like the gross little lady gremlin. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then you also have like a spider Pandoran and like the talk show host Pandoran. Yeah, and you've got an electricity Pandoran. The gargoyle Pandoran that's able to go in sunlight. How's he doing that? Do they even mention he just gets covered in concrete later, but he's cheating, I tell you. No, man. He uh, he gets injected with their super... Sunscreen. Oh, that's right. God, I haven't seen Gremlins 2 in forever. I just remember it. I, I know that movie by heart. I watched it so many times. <laughs> that's how I am with Dark Crystal. <laughs> I could just sit there spieling off the lines from Dark Crystal as if it was good for anybody. Uh. So they're going, do I have to go alone? All right. Alone then. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Thank- I'm glad we're in your head. Uh, the uh, So yeah, they are your main villains, and the big thing with them is in order to survive, they need to eat Promethean flesh. And so it's mm. why they only really aren't, like, after humans. Like, a lot of the other villains for these White Wolf games are like, man, you are specifically out to, like, murder humans. It's weird that society as a whole doesn't know that you exist. Or more relevantly, that the other types of monsters, because there are so many don't or good guy monsters, don't notice. Yeah. Whenever you're like, oh, werewolves are always fighting. I don't know. What do werewolves fight? Other black werewolves? spiral dancers. Black spiral dancers. You never see them being like, these black spiral dancers are so dangerous. Luckily, there's all these vampires and shit that want to help. Yeah. No. Because they're like, I don't know. You're all werewolves to me. <laughs> they're all real racist. Yeah, but some of the werewolves are ripping humans up. Yeah, but, you know, that's a werewolf thing. That's what they do. <laughs> God, they <laughs> just come into your town and rip up the humans and drive down property values. That's what werewolves do. Look, so, I'm going to build a wall to keep out all the werewolves. But ultimately, Pandorans... Pandor- <laughs> I'm going to make werewolves pay for it. I'm sorry, I wanted to let you finish the joke. They're... they're, they're, they're there you go. There it is. Okay. Okay. So so ultimately these Pandorans though are are uniquely 
attracted to because they di- or powered by uh, Prometheans. So they're only dangerous to Prometheans, and they're only dangerous when Prometheans are around. Yeah, they are normally dormant if a Promethean isn't around, and then they just sort of look like a big rock or a tree stump or whatever. LL just Cool some- J. <laughs> yeah, LL Cool J. <laughs> Whenever you watch Lip Sync Battle, that's actually a Pandoran waiting for a Promethean. Uh, so, so when they uh, are activated by a Promethean being around, then they'll be like, oh, I need to go get that guy. And instead of just like mindlessly attacking and killing, a lot of them like to trap the Prometheans so that they can... You know, eat them over time because that's their only food source. Right. Yeah. You don't. You don't. Throw, you don't need a Promethean like that all at once. <laughs> uh, so that's them. And, and then, if so you basically, are, they're like because they're also dead bodies, or, or like in the Tomo's case, they're basically like little gargoyles. Yeah. And so, uh, if you are one of the practitioners of the refinement of flux, that's what they're powered by, mm-hmm. and you can learn to control Pandoran. So you end up being like. I'm a weird, evil, like, puppet master that sends these gargoyles out to do my bidding. And (laughs) And I'm voiced by Riker. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. (laughs) I've got these gargoyles, and they're all named after the boroughs of New York. Yeah, you know, those boroughs of New York, like Brooklyn and Boston. God damn it, leave leave me alone. I was was two years ago, and I was drunk. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like that... Borough of New York, Goliath. Yeah, Goli- Goliath. <laughs> you know, so heavily gentrified. I know is it's so it's so hipster now. I, I got to give it to Giuliani. He's a crazy piece of shit now, but boy, he did clean up. He did clean up the filth out of Goliath. <laughs> Got all those porn theaters out of Goliath. <laughs> Used to be you couldn't go down Goliath without like getting propositioned by a hooker, but now Goliath is a nice place to visit. <laughs> but don't get me started on Desdemona. <laughs> So, uh, so the, uh, yeah, so the refinement of flux is being an evil fuck and you can also use Pandoran powers, which I guess will bring us to the actual powers of this game. Ah, the transmutations. And the transmutations, unlike in a normal white wolf game where the powers you get are sort of based on whatever you are. Mm. So like if I'm a Nosferatu, then I'm way better at obfuscation and potence. And if I'm... You know, one of the red talons that I'm better at, whatever the fuck they're good at. I don't know. <laughs> you I know what them. those are. Those werewolves? Yeah, those are one of the werewolves. I would have, red talons just sounds like one of those teams that had to investigate the, hid, the hidden legends of the hidden temple. Whereas the red talons to me just sounds like a, I don't know, minor league hockey team. <laughs> World War I uh, squad of biplanes. <laughs> 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 we'll get that red baron or or, uh, or we won't, I guess. Or, or die trying. <laughs> also, red- I'm 50 Cent. I'm here in the red tails. <laughs> well, he's in the red tails. But this is World War One. The Red Talons is entirely different. Oh yeah, Red Talons totally different. <laughs> different, different genre. <laughs> you don't see Snoopy flying around with the Red Tails. I mean, mostly because he's racist. I mean, you you do in my fanfic though. <laughs> Snoopy meets the Red Tails. <laughs> Welcome to Snoopy meets the Red Tails. Uh, so yeah, but in this, they're based off of what uh, refinement you're currently working on, mm-hmm. which. I mean, it does sort of make sense uh, that if you are currently working on trying to, say, uh, know yourself better by working on your own physical body, that getting a transmutation from, like, the vitality tree would be easier. Oh, it makes perfect sense. It, it, it makes the most sense out of anything in this book, does that. The, the trick is that it makes it very easy to get the charms you want because nothing stops you from switching refinements other than that you have to roleplay it. Yeah. So... 
you know, if you're at a point where you're like, man, you know what I really want is I want this cool transmutation from, like, the electricity tree because I want to be able to, like, zap people. And if you're a Promethean, you heal from electricity. So you're like, oh, I can heal people and then also just zap humans. That's rad. Mm-hmm. And, and you look at it and you go, oh, wait a minute, but I'm not in the actual path that lets me do that. Okay, hold on. Let me just switch to that. Yeah, see, now I need to get into that. What, which one was it? The copper, the, the understanding of the self? No, that's the the pariah one, yeah. Yeah, because you see, there's a set of charms in there where, because all I really want to do is have some fun. <laughs> uh, why? What, what? Why? What's the matter? Don't. Don't no, do this. No, we're doing it. Don't do this. <laughs> that's what we're doing, John. Uh, it's white ween. <laughs> white ween. <laughs> all right. Uh, so... You want to get into the favorites and least favorites? Do you think we're there? Uh, I mean, we might as well. Man, there's a ton of dumb shit in this book, but that basically covers it. Okay, sure. Uh, I, I mean, I'm definitely ready to cover a few more things in my favorites and least favorites. Sure. So, John, why don't we start off with you? What is your favorite thing about Promethean? The... I'm sorry, Promethean the, the created. created. There it is. Uh, okay, my favorite thing of Promethean is it's probably the most... Uh, I don't know what the right word for this is. The uh, uh it's it's a uh, Mike Jones. Oh so. yes, it is the most Mike Jones. <laughs> of all the Mike Jones, it is the most. <laughs> you didn't think I was going to be helpful, did you? No, you know, for a second there, I almost did, and I don't know why. I don't even know why I would think that. <laughs> if I could, I- I'm sure you would ask me to please tell you why. <sighs> So, ambitious. Ambitious is the word I am looking for. <laughs> then again, that's just because we haven't read Changeling. Well, the the themes in this are very ambitious because all of the other ones will at least... You you can just be part of humanity if you want to. Like, as a vampire, they, they might say in the book, Oh, I'm, I'm always apart from humanity and I can never take part in the world's normal pleasures but i'm like no you're just a cool superhuman that hangs out at night like that's basically it <laughs> i mean i believe that the white wolf vampire has the whole thing where like i take no pleasure in the physical only the the drinky or the hunter whatever the hell they call it is that's the only thing that matters to me except you then read anything from any book from vampire and you're like Oh yeah, except no, I totally do. I get my bone on all the time, and I love I love doing stuff in the world, and it's great. I give a shit about what kind of leather jacket I'm wearing. Tight, obviously. Jim tanning laundry, except no tanning. <laughs> yeah. So the, but with Promethean, the concepts of isolation and trying to become more than you currently are, and the idea of working on yourself and becoming better and something else like it's very ambitious the fact that everything is worked into the actual mechanics of the game and not just paid lib service and then it doesn't matter yeah no that's absolutely true i it's it's nice that that everything in this book matters because in a lot of the other books it seems like nothing really matters (laughs) anyone could see (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i hate you so much that's fine. That's fine. Because I hate everything about you. <laughs> Jeff, your favorite thing in this book. Uh, I feel like out of all the White Wolf books I've read so far, this is the one I'd be most likely to want to play. Because it's got a real strong sense of uh, what the characters are supposed to be doing in the world and the way their interaction with it flows. 
You've got this sort of, I mean, it, it really hammers it home. Let's be, let's be clear here. A lot of this book is being like, hey, disquiet is a thing. Next page. Hey, did you know that disquiet is a thing? You can't hang out in a town. Oh, yeah. This is like, look, you have to basically be a hobo because if you interact with the same people on even like a weekly basis, you are going to get run out of town. Yeah. I, I think that my favorite thing about this book, and there's a lot of things I really like about this book. I'm actually going to give this one a solid recommend. Let's just put that out there. I think my favorite thing about this book is the sticking to the guns on the theme. Because usually, like you were saying, that's something that gets thrown out a lot in White Wolf. Yeah, they'll have something they'll be like, oh, here's, we're paying lip service to the idea of this is what you should be doing. But then the mechanics don't enforce that. And then a lot of people just look at it as, oh, well, I'm going to be a super rad badass and then do whatever I'd want to in a normal game anyway. I feel like there's a good reason why there's a lot more vampire LARPs than Promethean LARPs. <laughs> Although realistically, the other every LARP is a Promethean LARP. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, no one wants to hang around near them. Everyone thinks they're gross, and they smell like dead people. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, LARPers, eat it! <laughs> Just kidding, LARPers. We love you. Keep listening. <laughs> Keep smoking cloves in the rec room stairwell. You, you do you. You sh- shine on you, gross diamonds. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, so I'm going to go with sticking to the guns. The fact that it's like, no, you can't have a nice day in this game. <laughs> <laughs> what, you want to go to the movies and see a movie? No, everyone hates you in that movie theater, and they don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> normally, you know why you hate everyone in a movie theater. Yeah, normally. Because they brought a four-year-old in there, and you're fucking seeing Deadpool. Get that shit out of here. Because <laughs> they're eating a bag of plastic crinkles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a good descriptor. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad I could get that covered for you. Because they think that turning their cell phone slightly over counts as not having it on. Yeah. Yeah. It, but in this case, you have this really cool, di- the disquiet is a really neat mechanic, and I'm a fan. Yeah. What would you say is your least favorite thing about Promethean? So, least favorite thing is probably going to be uh, the uh, the merit system in uh, New World of Darkness is at least better than the old merits and flaws Oh, system. that's right. I didn't even talk about that. Sorry. <clears throat> but there is merits you can get, and a lot of them for this book are like, well, there are some you can't get because they're social, and you just can't have them because you're not able to be, like, a human. So you can't have, like, fame. You don't really get to be a famous Promethean because if everyone knows you and interacts with you, they immediately hate you and murder you. So there are just certain things you can't get. But the least favorite thing for me is they still have stuff like layer. Mm-hmm. I go, you can't have a layer. You can't have a hideout because if you spend more than a day there, you start destroying everything around you. It's like paying background points to then go, oh, yeah, I guess I have to abandon this. I get nothing from well, it. Well, I mean, you could have a layer if there were no humans around. You could have like Spider Skull Island or something. Thing is, because of the wasteland effect, it doesn't even matter. If you spend. Uh, a lot of time in the same area, then the wasteland effect happens, and depending on what type of uh, Promethean you are, different things happen. Mm-hmm. But it basically is like, oh yeah, nature starts to break down, and if you're like a, uh, like let's say the Galatead, because they're air-based, mm-hmm. it starts having it so there's like no wind, and it's harder to breathe, everything's like still, and it's just like smells of death and it 
Oh yeah, it, ruins it, the countryside. And there's a total hush over the area, and voices carry. Well, I mean, there's a kind of a hush <laughs> all over the world. <laughs> two songs, two songs, <laughs> two songs for the price of one. <laughs> That's what you get during White Ween. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. So, so I'd say. The weird merits that they still let you have that don't fit with the mechanics, that's just part of being, instead of having all the rules in the Promethean book, it being like, oh yeah, we're using the main World of Darkness book, and then all this Promethean stuff added onto it, you still have all the merits from the main book, which end up not really working. I guess my main beef with the book is just that it has too much stuff. Yeah, I can see too much stuff. In fact, too much stuff was almost what I was going to be leaning towards. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, my answer is that this book's a grab bag. It really feels like they were like, what do we have left over after we made fair folk and changelings? And I know this is the same thing. Ghosts and spy ghosts and vampires and werewolves and mages and hunters and humans. What's and creatures from the Black Lagoon and Freddy's? What do we have left? <laughs> don't they have that? Isn't there a slasher or something? Is that actually White Wolf? Yeah, I but thought- I, I don't know if it was actually published with White Wolf. I think that was like... One of those, like, Beast, where it was just sort of a... Well, Beast is like a black dog thing, I think. It's uh, Onyx Path. Oh, sorry, Onyx Path. Yeah, it black... was one of those, like, yeah. we kickstarted it, like, Demon. Fair enough. Okay, so there's a lot. Or or th- maybe it's even a fan work, like uh, the princess. Like Leviathan? Like Leviathan, or the one where you play as magical girls. Yeah. The princess, the hopeful, or something. <laughs> there's, there's some... Anytime you can come up with noun, the adjective, you've got yourself a White Wolf game. Yeah. I did that the other day just so I could do the whole thing where I, I have my list that I had lit, written out where I was like, all right, what do we got? Uh, name for what you call a group of them. Uh, five types of guys. And I came up with uh, Masks the Zorrowing, which was five types of masked men. And I had a whole game I built out of that just going like, can I use a White Wolf engine? Yes, I can. Obviously. A- anyway, moving on. Um, my least favorite thing in this book is that it's a grab bag. It's like, okay, so you got five weird religious myths that don't actually, three out of the five of them don't involve dead bodies. Yeah. And yet here they are with dead bodies in them. Three out of five. Two of them have dead bodies. Osirens and Frankensteins. Yep. But then Galatanes are statues. Clay or, or uh, golems are dirt. And then uh, g- g- uh, what? Ulgans are shamanism. Yeah, there's no- shamans. There's nothing about dead bodies in it at all. But whatever. Fine. Just putting that out there. And then just crap loads of Greek myth just crammed in there like stuffing in a turkey. Yeah. Well, it's real easy to do that. They're like... All right, well, we already did the whole Promethean thing because we're going to call it the Divine Fire. Well, that just opens up the floodgates on calling everything else stupid crap from uh, Greek myth. The Promethean part makes the least sense. You could have called this game Frankenstein's the Pitchforking, and it would have more directly conveyed what it is. Oh, uh, yeah, but they because they wanted to make Frankenstein's their own like race in this, they had to be, okay, well, we need a name for everything so that Frankenstein could be one part of them. They should have called it Parts, the Clonus Horroring. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> the Clonus Horrorism? <laughs> All right, so yeah, it just feels a little grab baggy to me. All the Greek myth just feels tacked on, which is weird because it's right there in the cover of the book and it's right from the very beginning. It just feels like, I, I want to get my Frankenstein on. I don't want to talk about Prometheans and alchemy and the divine fire. Yeah, it's it's got a lot of stuff going on. Is, yeah, yeah. is the main issue yeah. with that. Which is why my complaint really boils down to grab bag. Yeah. There you go. So, John, would you play uh, Promethean the Created? I would. This would be really interesting to play. I think it would be a son of a bitch to run, though. That is literally my note. This game seems like it would be virtually impossible to run, but very interesting to play. Yeah. If you had someone that was really good 
at uh, running Promethean, I think this would be one of the most interesting and different games to play because, I mean, the way the stats work in this, you're not like a super badass. If I make a vampire right out the gate, I am awesome. Which I is- can fuck a dude up which is weird because everything i ever read about this is always like oh mages are far and away the most dangerous and everything in this universe except vampires is a badass yeah no vampires are still super badasses it's just everything physic like werewolves are physically more badass and mages have super weird powers that they can do and but on a just a regular basis vampires are like i'm a human but i'm super amazing whereas a promethean is like i'm a human and i've got one weird trick and it was Discovered Invented. by a dead body. And <laughs> by a school teacher who's, who's sewn on to me. She's my arm. <laughs> yeah. The, like, you know, you start the game, you're like, oh, I've got, like, three dots worth of these transmutations, which means I can do maybe one really interesting thing or a couple little things. But for the most part, you're just like, yep, I'm, I've got stats that are barely better than just normal human, and I have a little bit of an advantage but not much and so you're you're really not at a great advantage you're just sort of boned from the start (laughs) well you're made of bones from the start from different people well only if you're the frankensteins well that's true but if you are then you've got a terrifying skeleton spooky scary oh no (laughs) spooky scary skeleton yeah spooky scary skeleton sends shivers up your spine (laughs) white ween uh, for the, I would also probably play this game. Like I was saying, this game seems like it'd be really, really hard to run. And the reason for that is because your goals are not in line with regular RPG goals. No, there's... Like, you can have a few adventures where, like, oh, Pandorans are attacking you. You gotta fight them. But for the most part, you're like, what does an adventure look like? Oh, mostly some guy navel-gazing and then having to deal with the pain and loneliness of his existence. Yeah, he's just said they're going, how can I be more like man? <laughs> <laughs> for a long time and then all of a sudden a guy comes in and is like hey I think you might be a creepy rapist and chases you off and you're like oh I could kill that man but I'm sad <laughs> <laughs> too sad to murder which is a great album too sad to murder by the, the great fuck is amazing by, by, by super fuck <laughs> the great the grand fuck railroad <laughs> oh man I might be too sad to murder but I'm not too legit to quit <laughs> You're just forcing it now. I am. I am. I'm just forcing it. I'm just pushing it. <laughs> Making the beats go harder. <laughs> ah. Push it. D- different push it. <laughs> ah. Different push it. <laughs> I'm trying to work in the one by Static X. Come on. <laughs> Help me out here. Ah. Come. Push it. <laughs> yeah. You push it. <laughs> I'm a pusher. <laughs> kind of clone eye reference. <laughs> I think we're probably done. Probably. I think this ridiculous mess of a podcast really reflects the mess of a game that Promethean is, all of these various parts that come together to make up a whole that their various individual parts seem weird and disconnected, but when you look at it as a whole, it makes a full being. And it's deeply unpleasant and unsatisfying, and you don't want it in your neighborhood. Yep, just like us. (laughs) All right, so that's been an episode of White Ween System Mastery. If uh, if you like what you're hearing, wow. <laughs> I, wow. You are very strange. <laughs> Let's just say there's some strange people out there. Yeah. <laughs>
If you're one of those, you can support us on Patreon at System Mastery. I'm sorry, Patreon.com slash System Mastery. You support us at any level at all. Uh, we don't even have levels. You just put an amount of money in there and give it to us. But at any level of money at all. <laughs> you just give us your money. <laughs> any level of money at all, you get our bonus content, which is us trying to make characters in these games and continuing with this line of tomfoolery. <laughs> yes, this chicanery will continue. <laughs> the flim flam never stops at System Mastery. <laughs> <laughs> this skullduggery will go on. Tune in for more dirty pool. <laughs> <sighs> so we've got that. That'll be coming to you. Uh, of course, you can also follow us at System Mastery. Uh, pa- yeah, SystemMasteryPodcast.com or System Mastery on Facebook, Gmail, Twitter, or Reddit. You can find us at all those places. Send us your questions about whatever the hell you want. We especially like it when you send us questions for other people's shows. That's my favorite thing. You got a question for Savage Love, you ask it here. You, you got a question for Hillary Clinton, you send it here. Yeah. <laughs> if you are an undecided, please give us your questions. I still... I. I <laughs> You know, I'm not a very political person in general, but how on earth did they, for that debate, did they find an undecided Muslim woman? <laughs> was, was she in a coma until the day of the debate? I was like, well, I just woke up and I have no idea who either of these people are. I, I have no short-term memory. <laughs> I've got Hi. that memento disease. Hi, I'm from memento, and uh, <laughs> wait a minute, what am I doing here? <laughs> just looks down, sees the question tattooed on her arm. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know why I have this question tattooed. You know the debate moderators did it. <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, thanks so much for listening. Support us on Patreon. Find us at all those other locations. And uh, we'll see you in a, very soon with yet more horror content all the way through the month of White Ween. We've been System Mastery. Have a great week. Ween. It's a nice day to start again.